Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number seven, how to plan a productive and balanced work week. If you're anything like me, you've overestimated the time you haven't underestimated the time it'll take you to complete a project. Maybe you've planned out a week that is filled to the brim with production and productivity, and by the end of it, you're just craving downtime and you just think, oh, I'm so depleted. Or maybe you've gone the complete opposite route and planned such a feel-good week but it's lacking productivity and not getting you one step closer to your goals. So this episode, we're gonna be talking about how I've managed to create a schedule that works really well for me, that makes me feel really good, but also really productive. I hope that you'll be able to cherry pick the ideas that resonate with you, or maybe even try it out, um, just the way that I've explained uh, for a couple weeks to see if it works for you. As you can tell, I am smiling ear to ear. I'm so excited to be talking about this. It's something that matters a great deal to me. I'm a strong believer that a goal without a plan is simply a wish. Let's jump right on into it. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically? I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. Hello! I'm so happy to be doing this episode. I have struggled with scheduling. I'm one of those people that tries to shove a million things into my schedule, and I've really struggled with it. So I'm so excited to be sharing with you these different methods that I've uh, cherry-picked and pulled from different books and podcasts and interviews and conversations with mentors and things like that. I'm hoping that I'll do the same for you, that you'll get really inspired and it'll really help alleviate some of the stresses in your life. Now, today we're going to be talking about weekly planning, but before we jump into it, I do want to teach you an exercise that I do for my yearly planning. So besides doing weekly planning, I also do an expansive yearly plan. I do my monthly planning, and then I also have an even uh, bigger five-year plan. Um, They're all really flexible. They all leave a lot of room for change because we don't control everything, but I think it's good to have intention and vision and purpose and directionality in your life. Um, So I'm going to share with you one of the exercises that I do for my yearly planning. Um, Maybe one day I'll I'll walk you through um, the yearly planning a little more and the monthly planning. Those are a little more uh, intense than the weekly planning. The weekly planning is pretty light. I try to keep it um, under uh, 30 minutes because uh, I do it every week and I want to be really mindful with my time. So I don't want to be spending five hours each week planning out the next. Um, but um, this exercise will take a little bit of time. This isn't um, one of the pillars of weekly planning, but I am going to be referring to it. So I think that it's important to de- um, to talk about very briefly um, and maybe I'll go deeper into it. Um, the quick overview is that I have these five pillars, things that matter gre- greatly to me. Ooh, a little a little stutter there. What was I trying to say? Uh, things that matter greatly to me, things that without these elements in my life, my life would not feel complete. It wouldn't feel whole and it wouldn't make me want to just do a little happy dance um, every day. And for me, the five pillars are family, personal, color resale, 
home, and fun. And um, these things I refer back to in my weekly uh, planning, so I thought it was really important to share those with you. Um, It will take some time to figure those five pillars out, and maybe I'll do an episode just on that. There are some exercises that I did to figure those out. As I said, I'm trying to keep these episodes um, pretty bite-sized, and I'm trying to stay on topic and not have a million tangents in them, so I'm not going to be diving deep into that today, but um, let's get into the weekly planning. So um, the first thing I do is I write those five pillars on the top of a piece of paper, and I've tried doing this in a book, in a journal, in a planner, and I find that a piece of paper works best for me because um, it is just clear, it's not attached to anything, and for my mind it works best, and I make sure to do this by hand instead of typing it up. I find that when I type it up, I'm editing as I'm typing, and I think that that just comes from work and school, it's ingrained in me to kind of edit as I go and the whole point of this piece of paper this first step is that there is absolutely no editing at all it's freehand I make sure to write it with a pen so there's no chance that I can erase it or go back and I don't scratch anything out I just write it down so the first thing as I said five pillars on the top and then I do a mind purge or a brain dump, whatever you want to call it. I don't really prefer brain dump, but I think that's what most people understand. So it's anything that I can think of uh, that um, is project, task-related, time-related. It can be big, it can be small, it can be something as small as following up with an appointment or, um, you know, um, checking in on this person or something really big that takes maybe multiple days to complete. I really don't limit myself on what goes down on this list and I make sure the important thing, two important things of this list. The first is that it I do pull from all five pillars. So if there is not enough uh, projects that are personal, I make sure to throw in some self-care tasks. Or if there's not enough things about my work, then I make sure to think, "Mm, what could better color resell this week? I make sure that there's things that correspond with my family, my home, and my home it can be just regular housekeeping type of things, the mundane chores around the house, like laundry, meal prep, things like that. And then I also make sure that there's a scheduled in fun. (laughs) And I go through and I uh, fill the whole page up. Now, the reason why I fill the whole page up is because I find that the more I write down, um, the less I can think of and the more, the deeper into my subconscious I go. There are things that I've pushed off to the side because they maybe weren't practical, my season of life didn't invite it, um, I just didn't write it down and I just haven't brought it to the forefront of my my mind. Um, so really pushing myself to my limit brings those ideas back up. And so I have included some wild things on my list that aren't really practical, some that are, it doesn't really matter. The thing that matters here is that you're really emptying out your mind, you're writing things on paper, Um, I make sure to keep these pieces of paper and refer back to them. I also take a picture on my phone so that I do have an electronic copy of it because it is easy to lose a piece of paper. That's the downside of using a printer piece of paper is that it's not in a book. It's not bound together. uh, There's not anything really to anchor it in. And with a toddler who loves drawing on things and throwing pieces of paper away, I have lost my fair share of these lists. So having a picture on my phone really 
really um, is really important. So that's step one um, is just the mind purge with those five pillars in mind. Once I have that done, then I take that and I apply it to my weekly plan. Now my weekly plan is very simple. It is just a column for every day of the week. And instead of doing a two for Saturday and Sunday, I just have one for weekend. It's, it's so simple. It's so simple. And then what I do is I grab the three most urgent and important things for that day, the three non-negotiables. Now I say urgent and important um, with purpose. They're two very different things. And I think that one of the things that um, held me back in the past is I didn't realize that they're two very separate things. An urgent task isn't necessarily important and an important task isn't necessarily urgent. Now, what I mean by that is an urgent task is time-based. So following up with someone um, so that the next leg of the project can keep on going um, could be urgent if it's locked in on time. The important, the piece that makes it not necessarily important is that it might be urgent just to someone else. It might not be important to you. So it's really important to figure out um, like an email, for example, someone might need an email response right away um, and think, oh, it's so urgent. And then you read the email and you realize, wow, that that email wasn't important at all. And now I'm responding to and reading through all my emails and now half the day is gone. So it's really important to make sure that the the things on your list are not just urgent. And on the other side, uh, things that are really important may not be urgent. Uh, it may be really important to uh, work on a project that's going to make it so that your work can rise to the next level in a year. Um, but it, it might it might not need to happen this week. Um, but it's still important, and it still needs to be on the piece of paper. So what I try to do is make sure that uh, the three things are urgent and important. A lot of you have been asking for really concrete examples. So I'm going to try to think of a day that has important and urgent tasks on it. And the day goes like this. So uh, it can be meal prep, bookkeeping and sourcing. So sourcing for those of you who don't know, I am a fashion and decor reseller. I primarily sell on Poshmark and sourcing is when we go out and get inventory. Um, I go to thrift stores, estate sales, um, garage sales, yard sales, and I find beautiful pieces and sell them. Um, and that's my business. So I sourcing is a really important piece um, and it really is um, the base of my business. So without it, I can't really keep on going. So it's important and it's urgent because without it, um, there's nothing to put up on my shop. Uh, and then meal prep's important because I depend on it because I take care of my toddler full time and food's a really important piece of our life. Without meal prep, I would be cooking half my days o- away um, and not getting that much work done. So it's really important for me to have that in place so that the rest of my week um, can be productive and successful. And then bookkeeping in this scenario that I I just thought of um, tax season is just around the corner and without my bookkeeping in place then um, I, <laughs> I I don't do my taxes I outsource it but they do need some bookkeeping before I can pass it over so um, I have to get that ready so that the next 
um, piece, the next step of the process can happen. So all three examples are great. Um, and then what I do is I, I do that for every single day of the week. And I'm very mindful of any projects, um, any, not projects, sorry, any deadlines that I have coming up, any, um, any things that are just set in stone, if it's someone's birthday, if we already have a plan on the books. Um, I keep all of those things in mind when I'm laying out the three non-negotiables for each day of the week. And then what I do is I, every night, the night before the day, I plan out my day. Now, this is where I got stuck before. I would do this very detailed plan for every day of the week. The issue with that is I have a toddler and like everyone else, I don't have control over my day to day as much as I would like to. <laughs> there is a little bit of... Um, it's, it's humbling, right? It's humbling not having all the control of your day, um, but it's an important piece of setting yourself up for success. So the night before, I'll look at the next day. Um, I'll take a couple of things into consideration, like how my baby's feeling, how I'm feeling, how much energy I have, if I'm feeling like the next day might be a really creative day, um, or if it's going to be a really hot day. I, I do think of these other elements of of what the day will look like and then I piece in um, I piece together my day and um, that looks like it goes hour by hour that's how my days split up and I put in the the chunks that are already there and a lot of it has to do with my baby so the time that she goes down for her nap the times that she needs to eat um, and that kind of blocks out my day and I'm a huge supporter if you've listened to this podcast you already know this I love time blocking I believe in it I think it's magic I think that it's really the key to success at least for me in this season of life has been time blocking. So those um, those anchor, I call Ina's um, schedule my anchor points because they're just the things that are there. I There's not really much moving them around. She'll If I don't put her down for her nap, she'll fall asleep anyway. So those are my little anchors. And so I have those spots. I have the chunks around them, those time chunks. And then I put in um, the three non-negotiables. I'm extremely mindful of time. If it's other, if it's someone else's time, maybe it's a Zoom meeting that has to happen at three or go to the post office before it closes and I know that it closes at 5.30 or uh, say, for example, the example of today, the bookkeeping, I know that I have to be fully concentrated so it needs to happen when my toddler isn't around because I need to be fully focused. So that needs to happen either when she's asleep in the morning or a nap and I really try to be as strategic with my time as possible. And this is the great piece of advice that I have for you. The piece that I wish I would have known if someone would have told me this a while back, I would have just smooched them all over. I would have just been like, wow, you did it. You changed my life. And I hope it does the same for you, which are, which is buffer times. I know it sounds so simple and so stupid. And so just like obvious, but for me, it really wasn't. I did not leave buffer or transition times in between my big tasks and now I do I have 15 minutes on either end 
of, let's say, bookkeeping, right? I have 15 minutes on either side. And what I'll do is I might use those 15 minutes to set myself up for success. I might get water. I might open up some apps. I might clear off the table. Um, I might um, put some splash some water on my face um, to get myself kind of mentally prepared for this. And then um, I might use those 15 minutes at the end to kind of brush off the frustration, um, kind of maybe do a little quick dance party and get myself ready for the next thing on my list. Now, if I don't need those transitional pieces, there's just some that I just don't really need it. I will pull shorter tasks, shorter 15 minute tasks from that really long list. So I'll refer back to that list throughout the week and I'll scratch off, you know, maybe um, it's a house chore. I love those 15 minute transitional moments for a folding a load of laundry or um, um, writing the grocery list or whatever kind of like house chores I need to do. I love using those 15 minutes um, to get some of those little bits in. And that way I'm not having to schedule out those little, those little 15 minute tasks um, if I schedule those out, then my planning time takes so much longer and I'm really all about using time wisely. <laughs> and then besides this 15 minute, I also give myself um, two different um, time blocks. One is an admin time block and that is answering important emails, following up with phone calls, um, they're also um, admin I stretch into work as well so it could be ordering shipping supplies things like that um, I, I really try to piece them all together um, I try to do them as soon as Ina goes down for her nap so that I can just like okay I'm just getting it all out um, really quick um, not giving it too much time because as you know um, if you give yourself too much time or you go too deep into it, you can spend your whole day answering DMs and emails and all this other stuff that seem really urgent, but you realize are not that important. So I just do like a short little, a short little ad admin block, get them all out. And then I have my, my blessed time, my hour that is just so sacred and I love it. And it's been the biggest game changer, which is this flexible bonus time. Now that's a lot like the 15 minutes that I talked about earlier, except this is an hour, a whole hour. And I love it. I don't plan anything in that time. That's sacred time. And what will happen is sometimes I won't give myself enough time for a task um, before in the day. And I'll use that task to finish it off or work on it a little more. Um, or I'll go back into the list and I'll find maybe something that maybe isn't that urgent or isn't that important but I know will make me really happy and I'll do that a lot of the time that looks like gardening like planting some new plants or picking flowers in the yard or um, cleaning the studio up or doing things that yeah maybe aren't super urgent and important but make life really special and beautiful um, so I'll do I'll do those kind of things now I know I rushed through it. I know that I probably left out a million different things, but I hope that this gets you going in the right direction, gets you inspired to maybe look at your life a little differently. The main takeaways that I hope you're getting out of this is that your five pillars are really important. Really honing in on the things that make your heart shine each and every day will really move you in the right direction. Um, that 
scheduling in little cushions on either side of your task and really having this flexible bonus time is really essential. So is time blocking. So is planning the night before and not just planning out your week in excruciating detail. I just don't think it's going to get you very far and take up a lot of time. And uh, the main takeaway, I hope, is to have fun with it. Be flexible. Use the tools that work for you and let go of the rest. It's okay to say no. It's okay to have things that are on your list that maybe don't get done that week or maybe don't get done at all. Saying goodbye to things that are no longer serving you is so empowering and lets you have attention and energy for the things that do matter, the things that are important. Those things deserve a lot. Okay, if you have any questions, I would love to hear them. As always, if you can take a screenshot of this episode and post it over to Instagram so that I know that you're listening and you enjoyed it, that would mean the world to me. My handle is at color resale. If you haven't left a review, those are much appreciated also. I love to connect over on Instagram at color resale and just chit chat. I check my DMs and answer each and every one of them. And I hope that you and your loved ones are doing well, that you're taking really good care of each other and that um, your mind, body, soul, spirit, wellness are all in good places. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for spending time with me. It's such an honor. Uh, Bye and have a great day.